0: What up guys it is the Blue Bloods here and we are back with another two-minute drill Monday March 8th and we have a weekend of college football to recap for Jackson State like I said that's going to be a reoccurring of reoccurring things on Monday when they have games over the weekend and we've readdressed the Michigan quarterback situation after a huge transfer comes in from I would say a Fairly successful Big 12 program, especially in the passing game. So it's going to be an interesting fit in terms of how he fares in Jim Harbaugh's offense and this Michigan offense. So let's waste no time, guys. Let's head down to Jackson, Mississippi. Jackson State beat Grambling State 33-28 to move Jackson State 2-0 on the season, technically 3 because there was a forfeit with another team that – decided not to play so they get away for that so three and zero if you're counting but two real games two and oh and as i said we're covering this entire season for the 2021 jackson state football team this is one of the biggest storylines of the year man it's great that you know th- this this program this conference everything is getting the national attention it is so i want to update you guys on it They this was their this was the Tigers' first true test of the season. I mean, they played in in uh, NAIA program last week, I mean two weeks ago and dominated them. But Grambling State had the talent for the most part to match what Jackson State was putting out there on the field. Jackson State used a 20 to nothing second quarter to spark a huge win over Grambling State, and it featured goal line fumble, a goal line fumble to seal the game. For the Tigers, it was high energy, high excitement, a very interesting game this weekend. So if you didn't get to catch the game, go check it out. I believe they have the replay on ESPN app or whatever it's called, the highlights, of course, on YouTube. But, you know, this is Jackson State's first victory over Grambly since 2012, the first home loss for Grambly to any team since 2015. Yeah, that's a long time, guys. I mean, 2015 to 2021, huge amount of time, and it shows how successful the heights of this Grambling State program have been. And, of course, I mean, I talked about him last last game we covered for Jackson State, the quarterback, Jalen Jones. He had another elite performance. He looks every bit the part of the leader of the team, the heart and soul of the team, and he's a quarterback where – you trot out there on offense, you feel like every single drive you can go down and score. And, again, very efficient 12 for 18, 180 passing yards, three touchdowns, no turnovers, 42 rushing yards, and another rushing touchdown. So over 200 total yards, four total touchdowns. Jones looks like the best player on the field every time I watch this team, and I can't believe how talented this young kid is. And I am so excited to see where the development, where his career takes him. And the difference in this game, though, is the Tigers also utilized an explosive run game as well, and they rushed for almost three hundred yards. I think I believe they had two ninety three. It was capped by Tyson Alexander's one hundred and eighty four yards. He had the explosive fifty three yard touchdown. That really just blew the, the, the second quarter up for the uh, Jackson State Tigers. I mean, they outscored Grambling. That was the quarter that really put them, put them over the top at 20 to nothing in that quarter. It was 14 to 7, 27 to 14, headed into halftime. This team can attack in so many ways, guys. I mean, they have an accurate athletic quarterback that can make plays with his arm, feet, his head, Everything And they have a stable of running backs that can make plays anytime they need. The huge problem, though, the glaring issue this weekend is kicking. Special teams is really, really a problem for Deion Sanders. And, I mean, they missed a 35-yard field goal, two extra points. They switched to the backup kicker who made his two extra points. He didn't attempt a field goal, but that doesn't give you a lot of hope because what happens if you come down to a close game and – you need that kicker to make a play for you. We've seen Nick Saban be burned by kickers. You've seen some of the like like some of the best coaches in the country burned by kickers. So Deion Sanders, this is a problem he has to fix, and he has to fix immediately. And he just has a bunch of he just has a bunch of dogs on this team, man. I mean, and they go out there knowing what to do. They know they they know that they're the best team on the field. They know they're gonna get everyone's best shot. They they walk out there knowing they're the best team on the field. It don't matter what Saturday, Sunday, Thursday, it don't matter what day they walk out on the field, they know they're the best team. The halftime speech, you can go find that on Twitter, I believe. He had them knowing that there was no chance. He was like, Yeah, we were down first quarter. Look what happened in the second we gave them that first quarter and we're going to go out there and win this game. And you can say they were lucky with the goal line fumble or whatever you want to say to win the game, but you have, you create your own luck. You have to be in position to recover that fumble. You have to make a play to knock the ball out. I don't think that's just luck. I think that's being prepared for the moment. Deion Sanders has these kids prepared. Now you see the results on the field really paying off and, They're looking, you know, to wrap this up, they're looking to continue this undefeated season next weekend. Last weekend they were supposed to go down to play Mississippi Valley State. It got postponed due to some COVID stuff. So they're gonna replay it this upcoming Saturday. So look forward to that game, man. It should be another big test for Jackson State and Deion Sanders. But moving on here, man, we have another transfer. We're back to Michigan. I feel like this podcast, even though Neither of us are Michigan fans, anything like that. We always revert back to Michigan, and we have a recent transfer out of Texas Tech, Alan Bowman. He comes in after three seasons at Tech, and that school is known for its dynamic passing attack, its deep threat, its throw-it-70-times-a-game type attack, and he completed 67% of his passes, over 5,200 yards passing, 33 passing touchdowns, 17 INTs in his three years. And, you know, the accuracy is very high for the volume of throws he has to make week in and week out. The yardage was a little low. but the, The passing touchdowns was fine. But the 17 interceptions is a little bit concerning. He struggles with turnovers. He comes in immediately, eligible guys. He brings experience to the QB room, which both other options here, Kay McNamara and JJ McCarthy, you know, McCarthy's a true freshman, but McNamara only brings four games of experience, which he got last year when he was taken over for Joe Milton, when he got benched. And Bowman's a big QB. He has the arm strength and the talent to probably be a factor in this offensive scheme, which relies more heavily on that kind of RPO short pass game than it does that high flying air raid attack that you kind of that spread air raid attack that you see at Texas tech. And the other problem is though injuries, man Bowman has been banged up. He's missed a lot of games. That's why, you know, his stats might not be as high as you would think he's injury prone and And has suffered multiple major injuries in his career. Little decent bumps here as well that have kept him out of game here, game there. The Wolverines need consistency at the QB position. I'm a little worried that with the ferocious pass rush that we're going to see in the Big 10, maybe compared to the Big 12, that defense flies around a little bit more. It's a little bit more physical is he going to be able to stay healthy? Because if he's not, that's really not going to help this, you know, you can have experience, but if it's not eligible to play, then what does it really do you in that moment? And I have some questions about this. I mean, is this a move where you give like a veteran presence in the locker room for someone like JJ McCarthy to take over and have kind of like that mentor, or is it a bridge to JJ McCarthy? You're hoping to use Alan Bowman or, or like this year, and then bridge into McCarthy next year. You know, where does Cade McNamara fall in this? He played pretty pretty well, I would say, in his four games last year. So I'm really, really interested to see how this transfer really plays a part in this program. And really and truly, is Bowman just an insurance policy? Is he there just to bring a little bit a little bit of experience in case McNamara and McCarthy doesn't work out? or McCarthy or McNamara go down with an injury they have Bowman to fall back on. I'm very interested to see what type of role in the fall Bowman plays for the Wolverines. We're going to break down this QB battle later in the week. Our boy Brandon finally back from his hiatus from the podcast, man, so you'll get both of us later on this week. I believe that episode will be coming out Wednesday. So tune in for that as we break down more about Alan Bowman, Cade McNamara, JJ McCarthy, and this QB battle at Michigan. But guys, I actually met the time limit on this two-minute drill. This this episode will be out as a normal episode, and it will be out on YouTube as always, man. And as y'all know, Monday through Friday, y'all catch the two-minute drill right here. So go ahead, subscribe to our YouTube channel, hit the notification bell up there so y'all are notified anytime we drop any content for the podcast. We appreciate y'all's support. If y'all listen in audio version, make sure to subscribe, make sure to download past episodes, catch up on some blue bloods, catch up on our ACC in 28 days, and our Big Ten in 31 days that we've done so far. We got some awesome interviews with some awesome people this week. More coming later this week on that. But, guys, go ahead. Like I said, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Subscribe where you listen, man. And tomorrow, March 9th, your boy will be back with more college football news. But for for myself, for the Blue Bloods, for everyone here, man, signing out. See you all tomorrow.